Les Shan is the founder and CEO of Australia's number one sales training company, Boom Sales. Sales expert and fast growth specialist, and author of two business titles, Outlaw and The Naked Salesman. Not for the Average podcast exposes the secrets to extraordinary performance in sales, entrepreneurship, and business growth. Warning this show is not for the average. Welcome to the Not For The Average podcast. I'm your host, Trent Leishan, and today we are very lucky to be joined by someone that I would consider a mentor and somebody that uh, I've learned a lot from over the years. His name is Richard Sorrell, and he's the creator of The Rehearsal Room. And today we're going to delve into how do we be more successful by improving the quality of our conversations. Richard, great to see you. Lovely to be here, thank you. Very good. I think I've just got a bit nervous because they're going, we're looking at the quality of conversation. That's what they're going to be analysing, isn't it? How well, good is this conversation? How good is this conversation? We measure on that. Now, I am extremely anxious because not only are the cameras on, right. and not, it's not for the average for a podcast, but um, you're here as well. And right. I, I, I'm, I'm anxious easier. in your presence, anxious yeah. in your presence, um, in, in a good way. In a good way. Um, now, Richard, tell us a little bit about Rehearsal Room and what you do there. Well, the Rehearsal Room is a business that I set up to train actors because as a television director, I, I, I felt that, that actors were not actually getting the good oil, that traditional training wasn't doing the job. And that, that process I set up was so good that I realised that, in fact, it would work for TV presenters. So I also started running it. A TV presenters course which is you know working to the camera um, and that's how uh, we met but the principles are all the same in that actors are significantly in in most the vast majority of scenes having conversation and and what we discovered in fact by accident but it by in by trying to find better processes and and clearer focus for the actor's performance, we found ourselves analysing conversation. And over the years, and, and the material we found was just fascinating and continues to be fascinating. And, and no other approach to acting looks at conversation. Like a whole lot of acting related. We're talking about method here too, aren't we? That, how can you well, break something down? Process, process yeah, yeah, process. So the reason I don't use the word method is it's associated with method acting. Method acting, acting okay. And method Good. acting doesn't look at these things. Mm, got you. When we first met, we I did a TV presenters course, mm. and yeah, we went to this uh, intimate setting. Well, did I? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that from you. Well, Beautiful but, intimate setting yeah. in your lounge room with uh, the camera poised you've got to learn your lines and you've got around you in the lounge room budding actors actresses and people that want to improve their skills on camera or on stage um, and I, I took away some lifelong learnings and I wanted to share some of those today because they're so so powerful because we're having conversations every day thousands upon thousands of conversations we're having every year but we don't often take the time out to think about the structure Right. of a conversation Which and matters. importantly how to improve our quali yeah. uh, conversations and then the link to that is is if by improving the quality of our conversations magic things start to happen don't they around us well yeah because it's a tool that we use all the time isn't it but one of the things that that because 
oh, I'm flattered that you found this material uh, so helpful. But you see, I had a good teacher back 30 years ago too. And one of the things that I got from him, which wasn't specifically part of his teaching, but emerged from it, is that when you're looking at processes about conversation and the like, then if they don't work in life, they're not going to work for an actor or a presenter. Mm. So they've got to be built on the way we function in life to be useful. And, and yeah, conversations in life have a structure. So if I'm a salesperson, Rich, yep. or I'm a business person, I'm influencing people. Um, I'm trying to win projects and tenders. Uh, I'm selling stuff. Yep. I'm um, working in teams. Yep. Then surely I need to think about um, my con the conversations I'm having with people, totally. how important they are and, and how to improve them constantly something that we should be thinking about so for something that you've taught me because you've taken this material and transferred it across to this arena and yeah i think it's important that you think about what your goal is in the conversation and how you're going about achieving that goal because there are all sorts of ways of achieving the goal so when you say goal rich i, I think what's the point yeah. So what's the point? And I, I've shared this with thousands and thousands of sales and business right. people over the journey since we spent our initial time together. And that is, I asked the audiences, when does the conversation, when should, when does a conversation start? Yeah, well, that's, an, and that's a question that everybody has difficulty answering. Um, but the, the, can I go back to your first thing as to yeah. what's the point? Is the point of a conversation is always related to what you're trying to achieve in it. Um, and, and I call that a conversation, conversation goal, goal for actors. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we're having a conversation, we know what it is we're trying to achieve, as you do now. Um, and when you know that, you, that's the thing that's going to give you the opportunity to start the conversation because the person who starts the conversation, I call them the instigator, and my recollection is that you call them the initiator. I, I actually call them the initiator, yeah, I, and no, that, that's no, a mistake on my no, part. It's not. That's retention. No, it's initiator. not. It's not, because when I looked up an uh, initiator, I think, it, the initiator is somebody who instigates something. Okay, there, there you go. <laughs> They're interlinked. I like it. So the initiator starts the conversation. They must, uh, they must have um, a goal or a, an intent the person that starts the conversation has an intent. It is, but the significant, the other significant thing about the instigator or the initiator is that when we're having a conversation in life, I know if you are the dude that started it, and therefore I'm the, I know my role in the conversation. So in life, we instinctively, instantly, intuitively know who the instigator is and who the responder is and so that's one of the things that i trained actors because actors never look at that mm. i'm going but in life you know it mm. and so the same thing applies um, i think if you're on the shop floor and you're selling that if you're aware who the instigator of the conversation is because it might be your customer or it might be you then uh, there is a different relationship and if you understand what the relationship is and therefore how it functions, you can fulfill the task of that, or that task effectively because there's a path. And in fact, that's one of the things that the structure of a conversation comes from. The structure of conversation. Mm -hmm. There's basic rules to the structure. 
Yep. Isn't there? When does the conversation start? When somebody starts it? Yep. When is the, and this is my, I love asking this to audiences, so when is the conversation finish? Yep. Because they all go to when somebody stops it. Right. Um, but the correct answer is, of course, is you've when the, the goal. when you've and I, I say when the point's been made. Yeah. So when you when you've yeah. achieved your goal. In life, sometimes though, a conversation you can't get there because we don't have time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have twenty five minutes today, right? <laughs> so we don't have much time. But, but, but in life, uh, um, it might be that a conversation doesn't reach that point, and in which case you're going to put that conversation on hold until you can progress it further. Mm. So. Sometimes in, in life you can't actually reach the point, but therefore the conversation hasn't ended. Hasn't ended. It's, it's just been interrupted. Yeah, okay. I'm like a kid in a candy store here today. There's so many areas we can delve into. So I don't want to. I want, don't want to uh, muddy the waters a little bit. But what I love is one of your, um, I guess, your definitions of what you do is to, is to help actors and TV presenters to be themselves. Okay. Can you shed some more light on that? Yeah, um, and. and this is a mind management problem and, and it's also a problem about understanding the job because the fact is if you don't understand the job your chances of you doing it are low so um, what I'm helping um, actors and TV presenters to do is to understand their job now it's different for the TV presenter than it is for the actor slightly because the TV presenter is talking to the camera um, and their audience is there on the end of a television screen at the end of it and so they actually don't have that person to relate to but when I'm talking to you that your eyebrows have just mm. gone up going oh yeah where's this going mm. it's going to affect, where is this going yeah it's going to affect what I'm doing so that that when um, the TV presenter is working for the camera, they don't have that interactive thing mm. that an actor has. That's a good point. No. So good point. if they're working to the camera, then um, you know, it's a basic trick that every shooter will say is, is you've got to make the camera a friend so right. that you're talking, yeah. to, you're talking to someone that you know. And, and one of the values of that is if I'm talking to someone that I know, then um, when I stuff up, I know what they're thinking. Um, and so I can work with that, although it's imagination. The cues, the body language and the cues, yeah. yeah. So for the TV presenter, which is not an issue for the actor, making the camera a friend is a really important tool. But, but that, that applies to business people or anyone you're talking to well, is to make them a friend and, and be interested. Totally. Totally. And, and that's because, you know, what we, we talk about conversation goals mm. and we're trying to achieve something in the conversation. But when we do that, the thing that we ignore is that whenever we're having a conversation, we're also managing a relationship. Relationships we'll get to. Right. Really important. Uh, the but that's where having a friend in place. When you're you, the camera where goes. is the camera? There it is there. There it is well, there. Absolutely cool. terrifying. When, when <laughs> I can talk to hundreds of people on stage, I get in front of a camera and it, it has taken work to understand how to how to see, my, talk my, to the camera. My camera's over there. Mine's over here. So, so hello, hello. Hey, you're, you're terrifying out there for a lot of people. There's uh, a lot of people on, now we use social media, we use devices, there's a lot of people talking to camera. Yeah. You know, um, so and it's, it's raw. How that works. Is yeah, understanding who are you talking to, because that's marketing, isn't it, in terms of, a, you know, you've got to know your target audience. Who are you communicating with? Have you made a friend with them? Yeah. And are you talking to them 
And what is the relationship between you and that person you're talking to? Conversation to make the point to them. What's your point? Yeah, What's your conversation goal? What are you trying to achieve? There's um, when I did your course, I remember being down the barrel and you saying, "Make friends with the camera." Yep. Have you made friends with the camera? Well, and I would say... It's actually more than that. It's about making the camera a specific friend. A specific friend. So Who are they? So I'm talking to Trent Lachat. Um, and, and I know how Trent will behave. So when I'm working to the camera, okay. I'm going to work to you or to an appropriate friend, not just a nice camera. How, how does he behave? Um, uh, he's a very convivial fellow. <laughs> convivial. I'm going to need a, a thesaurus on that one or a dictionary.com. <laughs> convivial. Is there a better way to say that? A simpler way to say convivial? likable oh, likable okay i like it all right convivial positive convivial i like it dropping into share you would say to me have you made friends with the camera yeah. and i when you're ready relax when you're ready make friends with the camera then you would say then you'd go and you'd be spewing your lines out so to speak hopefully you're having a conversation you were sharing your line and you'd say stop you say drop into share Right. You're presenting. Stop performing. Right. Uh, and then, it, so that was the whole process. I found very challenging to work with because we think we're sharing. I think I'm being genuine when I'm sharing, whether it's selling or presenting to an audience, or um, I'm pitching or I'm trying to influence somebody. Yes. I think I'm actually being genuine, but it may be coming across as I'm performing. Uh, totally, and, and that's a misunderstanding of the job. Right. And. and uh, there are a lot of presenters on television that are not necessarily much help. You can look at people out there and go, well, they're doing that, I should do that. But they're not necessarily doing it very well. Mm. Right? And so when you're looking at presenters on television, I, I think you should be saying, do I want to listen to them more? Ooh, Am I okay. enjoying listening? Listening? Am I enjoying listening? I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm... And, and so what you're doing... Um, and part of that is about managing the relationship. Now, the mm. issue is that when I'm training an actor, then a, a, an actor is going to play different characters and, and they may have to be different types of people, different characters themselves. Mm. So I give them a whole range of options. I give them 13 options. Most actors, most actor training gives them 42,000 options. I give them 13. It's simpler. <laughs> So, but what we've discovered is that in terms of a relationship, in terms of what I want from you, that there are options of to dominate and to please and to be respected and all. What we found is that to share, if oh, I want okay. to share with you, instantly creates likable characters. And it's important that we make this point because the reason that a sharer is likable whereas someone who wants to dominate might be likable but might not be they might be intimidating the reason that a share is likable likable is that if i want to share with you i want you to hear my opinion mm. but i also want to hear yours two-way sharing is two-way there's an equity in it, right it's the one relationship based function that has the least baggage attached there's an equality in it. Equality. Two-way, so it's collaborative. That's why I wanted you to drop in to share, because mm. I'm sharing my interest with you, and I want to know what you think about it. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Now, in a conversation with you, I can monitor that, because I can see what you think about it. But when I'm working to the camera, I can't. But 
So I just worked to this guy I know. I worked to Trent Ashan, and I know that he's interested in these things. And so if I talk positively um, to him and I share my interest with him, then I'm probably going all right. Although, in fact, I'm just working to a bit of glass. Yeah, you are working to glass, but I'm loving it. And you work, you're sharing. Okay, so relationships the key, and sharing generates the warmest relationship. Okay, for the hundreds or thousands of people that have heard me say sharing is a new selling, yeah. that was in large part inspired by you. Right. Well, so well, sharing is the new selling because we love love to buy but hate being sold. Yes. But we love, love, love it when people share with us. And the sharing is genuine. Sharing yeah. is caring. And there's equity. Yes. Yeah. In equality or equity? Um, equ equity or equality. equality? Both. You know, we put ourselves, if we're a sharer, we put ourselves. It may be con convivial. 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 <laughs> convivial. It may even be convivial. Before your time, a young lady did the TV presenter's workshop who was working in sales. And when I explained this principle, she went to work on Monday morning and dropped into share. Oh, yes, good honour. And her sales went up 30%. Okay. Sharing is the new selling, Mitch. Sharing is the new selling. When you, I just want to take it back a little bit here. I ask this a lot. Thousands of times I've asked this question. Can you trust somebody that you don't like? Can you trust somebody that you don't like? Yeah. Well, What's well, your there, response? Well, there are two things to qualify here. Is, you know, there are degrees of how much you like or dislike somebody, don't you? But, you know, um, I was dealing with someone who's, who's uh, guided me um, over about 20 years um, uh, yesterday. And I can't say that I love him. Well, let's just hope he's not listening. Yeah. Um, but, but he asked me to write um, a testimonial for him, and I'll happily do it because he looks after me so well and okay, he explains gotcha. things so clearly. Mm, and mm. what's more, his track record with his task in managing my affairs is up there mm. so yeah I did, and there were numbers of questions he asked me to make decisions about yesterday and I was sort of listening to whether I was making a choice that he would approve of or not um, because I obviously trust him you trust his capabilities yes and based on your and experiences consistently he's he's been trusted consistent behavior consistently consistent behavior builds trust Perfect. in any team in any team. Any team. Consistent behaviour. How consistent are you? Do you care? Do you care do you know enough? What, talking about? what the hell do you are you talking about? Clearly, all those things are, are, mm. are consistent. Builds trust. And build trust. Builds builds trust. If I don't understand what you're talking about, then I'm confused, mm. and I can't trust you if I'm confused. Who's in control? Because that is a rule that you, I know that's a well, rule, the control is one of those elements that you talk about. Who is in control right now? Because, well, yeah, I don't know, it would be interesting to ask the audience that. Okay. Um, uh, um, my feeling is that we are sharing pretty well in that, that our interest is shared. Um, but there is a battle for control, isn't there? In a conversation. That's one of the forms of conversation. Indeed. That's, that's one of the things we learned when we started analysing conversation. Not only is there an instigator and a responder, but conversation has a form. Um, and and uh, there are three forms. People find this hard to believe. But there are, in fact, for the instigator, there are only three forms of conversation. I'm either battling for control, 
which meant I want to be in charge of the outcome. Mm. And, and I, ha I have a problem with that label because people see battles for control as aggressive acts. But I can battle for control really supportively and helpfully. Um, the thing about a battle for control is I'd like to be in charge of the outcome. But I don't mm. have to be in charge of the bloody outcome because I want you. Mm. I can mm. be going. Mate. Don't talk to me like that, Richard. You're scaring me. Yeah, and you actually resist their battle for mm. control when, mm. when they talk like that. But I can't be battling for control now to go, so do you get it? And, and so battles for control are not aggressive acts, that they are manipulations to try and get the outcome that I want. Okay, battle for control. That's what are the other? The yep. other one is a challenge. I can challenge you to Ooh, that's good. Um, uh, to rise to the occasion. Cool. Okay. This okay. is something. Come on, Trent. You can do this. I can do it. Okay. Can do it. Hashtag yet. Yes. Hashtag yet. This is one of the areas a lot of salespeople, or business people. Some people don't even call themselves salespeople because there's a negative stigma yeah, attached I'm, to it. I but we're all. I don't mind that idea. I think that's. What, oh, what do you feel about that? Very good question. I think I own it. Because ultimately, we're all selling something. Mm -hmm. We're influencing right. outcomes. Um, sales, to me, is the most fundamental skill in life. When you think about it, influence yeah. outcomes, people, mm -hmm. communities, policy, children, you know, the ability to influence. Um, okay. One of the reasons yeah. salespeople and business people don't challenge is because they're conscious of getting out of rapport. So they, they need to be liked, which is, I know that's one of your, one of your elements, is to be liked. But I won't challenge you. I'm not confident enough to challenge you. I actually think that you're wrong in a conversation. I think you're making the wrong decision. But I, I won't necessarily voice my opinion because I don't want to um, potentially get out of rapport and I need to be liked. And I, I think if, I, if I'm liked, I'm trusted. Okay. Well, one of the reasons I didn't train you to to be liked by the camera is because <clears throat> to be liked can work fine, but it doesn't have the equity to share does. Mm. So that um, if I want to be liked by you, I, I might have, if I'm a balanced person, I might have a very comfortable way of going about that, getting you to like me. But but, but if I desperately need to be liked by you, Trent, mm. If I really like a salesperson. Want, then, then you wish that I would go away quickly. So someone who wants to be mm. liked too much is not likable. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. If, if I want to share, I might want to enthusiastically or, or even dominantly share my point. I want you to get this point, mm -hmm. but I still want to know whether you get it or not or whether you believe me or not. So, so I want you to get this point because I, and I, because I care. Yeah. Um, because and, I care and I know um, I can help you. And I believe in it, but I still want to know what you think. That's where the equity is. Hmm. So, what do you think? Right. And, and if you're saying I don't think you're right, I'm, I'm, if I'm a sharer, I'm going, okay. Um, so uh, why? And then you tell me why. I go, well, that's a good point, isn't it? But this hmm. this could fix that for you. Hmm. Right. So I'm hearing your point of view if I'm a sharer. But if I want to be liked, I'm not going to hear that you don't like me if I'm desperate for it because I'm going to lose the thing about the relationship I'm pressing. Nobody likes a desperado. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, don't. don't be a desperado. So, I think a lot of salespeople uh, can be perceived as needing to be liked. They can be perceived yep. as needy because they are yep. actually selling something. Guess what? Their sales manager or their MDs blowtorching them because they're not getting results. So they have to go out. They have to manufacture. 
for a salesperson. Not if you're any good. You don't need to do. You don't need to because do that if you're any good. No, no. But if you if you if your your sales manager is pushing you that hard, then that creates doubt, doesn't it? And I think I, I, it, it I don't would. do that to actors. I say I, I won't let them doubt themselves. So you've got to be yourself. Yeah. And, and the reality is, some people are not built for sales. They're not built to run their own business. They, they may have an intent or they may wish to, to, to um, be successful in some of those fields, but some things... Um, but they're not good at selling. Well, they can improve. And this is, I guess, the purpose of today is... The purpose of today is... teach you about conversation. You need to teach me about selling. Well, one of the things that I'm big on is masterful questions. So I remember doing, back in the day, doing the, um, the interviewing process where you had to keep your line of questioning. You know, and that to me is a really important aspect to anybody that's trying to influence people is the quality of their questions. Right. And do they take the time out, much like conversation, which links into masterful questions, do they take the time out to think about the questions they're asking? Right. What point are they trying to make? Right. Um, and are they looking to improve the quality of their questions? So today we're sort of we're going more broadly in terms of how to improve the quality of our conversations. Um, and that sort of links us into what is the purpose Right. What is the purpose of a conversation? Right. Okay. Um, uh, well, you know, you've just articulated that really well because there are two purposes for any conversation in every conversation you have in life. And, and one is to achieve that goal. And you're going, so what's the point I'm trying to achieve here? So that, that's w one purpose for a conversation. But the other purpose, which is the thing that gets ignored a lot and is essential for actors, is to manage the relationship at the same time. So when I'm having a conversation, I not only listen to whether uh, you're getting my point or not, but I'm listening to whether you like me or not, or whether you approve of me or not, or whether you want to share with me or not. I listen to the relationship. Mm. And the relationship is just as important as the point that you're trying to make. And mm. in fact, the thing we've discovered with actors is that every conversation is in fact about relationship so i'm going to be able to sell to you if i can get the relationship right cool that's pretty powerful that is what a lot of people talk about how important they are all things being equal yeah. relationships win yep. in the boom vernacular yep. and this is you can take this to the bank you can peeps you can take this to the bank your your success in life is in direct proportion to your ability to navigate relationships. And the ability to navigate means tools. Yep. It means un taking some time out to think about conversation structure, yep. how you're engaging people. Yep. Are you battling for control? I, do you need to be liked? Because there's a real yeah, power in not yeah. needing to be liked. Totally. You know, if I'm a world-class heart surgeon, I don't need, you don't need to like me. Yeah. You need to trust yeah, yeah, that yeah. I've got the skills and the capabilities to get whatever it is I need to get done yeah. you know um, and that to me is where I think a lot of sales and business people fall into that trap of of trying to be people they're not totally. and, and that's one of the things we worked on with the presenting isn't it is be, be yourself be yourself now there is a story I heard about the vulnerable prick <laughs> and could you <laughs> who is the vulnerable prick well um, he's a fictional character okay but it's it's a recent event and I, I've posted some uh, interviews with the guy who played this problem Rick, <laughs> on Facebook. Um, this is an 18-year-old who got his first 
guest role on Neighbours, and it wasn't a, a, a massively long role, but it was a difficult one because it was a transgender story, and he's the school bully. So here he is saying incredibly unpleasant things to generate the story to a vulnerable person. And yet people on the crew were coming up to him and saying, God, you're playing such a prick, but I like you. That's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's the likable, vulnerable and, and prick. And the reason that he... Um, they liked him was because he, he created a vulnerability in his character, which they could relate to. Now, that's the relationship mm. side of the conversation. Now, the, the way that he did that, which is about coming back to use those, those verbs like to share or to be liked. Um, but Did we get to the third one? Uh, <laughs> no, we didn't get to test. He's okay, we'll come back to test then. Sorry, we'll come back to test. But he used to be loved. Ooh, so to be loved. creating a character that's saying really offensive things, mm. you could sense that there was a need in him behind that that made him both a complex character and a vulnerable one. Not a good salesman, I would suspect. Not, uh, well, look... But uh, it was interesting that he could create vulnerability under those circumstances. Rich, uh, that's a really good um, link there because the best salespeople that I work with, I, I consider you quirky. <laughs> right. And the quirkiness is, is you could basically tell me to piss off and I wouldn't be offended because you do it, you, 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 I know you care about me <laughs> and you're non-threatening. So the best influencers, salespeople, business people are always quirky. There's something about them that's non-threatening and they can disarm you. Okay, but then where they become really successful is when they really know their stuff. Right. They have a deep belief in their subject matter, yep. which is getting, you know, getting into, in a way, into, into, into full character. And immersing yourself in whatever it is that they do yeah. but they will say things that more mere mortals want to customers because because of that belief right. because they care so much about what they do right. and because they are quirky um, right. they become exceptionally yeah. influential and that's a sort of something that we look for in sales teams is the, is the quirkiness right. is, is the, the quirkiness but the vulnerability so if I'm going to be direct and speak my mind see being quirky can be being brutally honest yeah brutally honest and saying no to people you know, and here's why. Yeah. Um, I just don't want you take, to take your business. Here's why. I actually don't want to work with you because I don't like you or respect you. Brutal honesty is quirky. Mm. Is it not? Is it? And it's yeah, in some ways it. refreshing. Uh, but uh, it is if, it, if it's honest. If, if it hasn't got the baggage attached. And you're not performing. Ego. Uh, yeah, well, Ego. Well, that's, that's fake. Right? Yeah, you're yeah, acting, okay. you're fake. And so it's one of the things that I'm trying mm. to train actors to do is to not be fake. Yeah. No, I don't want to see the acting. Be yourself. Well, well yeah, or, and, and you are the character for an actor. But, but for a TV presenter, be yourself. And, and, and I can say honest things that I believe and, and on a very high percentage basis, if I'm sharing my opinion with you, it's not going to be offensive. Mm. Because it's my opinion and I'm sharing it and, you, and I'm giving you permission it's to have your opinion. I think you're wrong. Hey. <laughs> But I'm giving you permission to have the opinion. Well, I think you're absolutely wrong here. But, cool. but well, I care well, about you and well, I respect your opinion. That's the sort of the, the anchor yeah, there, sure. isn't it? And, yeah, and, and yeah. What, what do I need hey. to explain to change that? We're talking to Jake Bridges yet, uh, last episode. We were talking to Jake Bridges about um, leadership. Right. And it came back to conversa um, relationships. Right. And do I care enough about you to be honest with you? 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, and if I do care, mm. I will give you feedback. Mm. And to me, that's powerful, is being able to have that yeah. relationship to be able to give people the information they need yeah. to improve yeah, yeah, and yeah. to be able to have that relationship. Yeah. So you, you do share because yeah. you care, yeah. even though it's uncomfortable. Yeah, well, actors come back to me to critique their performance because they know I'll tell them if I think it's shit. Mm. Um, um, or I'll go, yeah, it was okay, but that bit didn't work because. Yeah. But it's because I can explain why it didn't work. Break it down. Break yeah. it down. We um, were talking about forms of conversation before, and we were, and we were saying we should come back to that because we just test battle, battle for control and challenge, but we didn't mm. do the test. The test, yes. And, and the test is just I don't know something, and I'm trying to find it out. But. <laughs> the important that's the intent of the that's the intent. intent the good conversation goal yeah. is to test but the test is I don't know something about you right so mm. it's about a test is about relationship again mm. I am testing to see if you will trust me because I'm not sure that you will mm. so that's Ooh, now, okay. to, now what that does is what my battle for control or challenge when I know what I'm doing does is it focuses my listening on you so that I can assess whether I'm making progress with that goal or not. Now, if I am, I can keep working forward. Mm. If I'm not, I've got to negotiate the hurdle that's blocking that, mm. or the barrier that's blocking the path. So in the end, what, what my conversation process has to do is get me focused on you, not on me. It's going to get me focused on you, so I'm listening to you, so I know how to deal with you. You are preaching to the choir here, my friend, because you are important, is, is the yeah. core theme. Yeah. If I'm listening to you, it makes you important. <laughs> There's a common trap we fall into, which is the, I guess, the, you know, the, the one question deeper. You know, we, we talk to people all the time and we're going out, how's your day, how's your weekend, one question, good, how are you? Mm -hmm. Surface level engagement, no one's really prepared to go that second question or third question deeper. Yeah. It's always back to me. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Oh, how's your weekend? Oh, great. My weekend was fantastic. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, down to Blackrock on the weekend. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Yeah, we were down there recently, actually. We went to this place and we, the boys got the surfboards well, out. It it's fantastic? back to me. Yeah. It's back to me. It's back to me. So yeah. the art of conversation is is yeah. actually showing care by being interested in the people you're speaking with that to me is is that just not so no. simple that everyone should be doing it well, well yeah but you see this is where managing the mind comes in and 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 then this complicated bizarre up here mm. keeps screwing up it stops us doing the job the lizard brain yeah fear fear yeah, fear yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and, and look we had a this isn't too much of a digression, but, but I, I ran a workshop last Christmas about uh, managing the actor's mind. And on the first session, I got them to list all the things that worried them. That's the first thing we did. And what we found was that 63% of the things that were worrying them were misunderstandings of the job, confusions about how it, done, uh, uh, how it was done, or a myth. So, so... The 63% of their fear, which was having to make this decision and that decision, because I'm worried whether the director thinks or whatever, was based on non-existent stuff. Mm, mm. And That's this is what happens in the mind. That's the mind taking over and over, yeah. overthinking the process. When I start worrying about 
whether you approve of me or like me or not, right, then the fear starts kicking in. Mm. When I'm focused on you and, and what you need and how can I share my interest with you, then I'm not worrying about me anymore and I'm going to have a good conversation because I'm looking after the content, mm. I'm working towards my point and I'm looking after the relationship. And that's the key. You've got to manage both the conversation and the relationship. The relationship is in a way, a great, me um, uh, the conversation, sorry, I should say it's flipped the other around the other way. The conversations we're having can be a measure of the quality of the relationship. Yeah. Is and that? The relationship can be a measure, because they're, they're so firmly intertwined that the relationship is going to influence the conversation and be, a, yeah, the best conversations you have mm. are with people that you've got a good relationship and with. That, and they take time to build, don't yeah, they? They take do. time to build. Mm. We can naturally, we naturally sell to and buy from people we like or share a likeness with. That's the law of rapport in action. Um, so we naturally yeah. sell to yeah. or buy from people we like yeah, cool. or share a likeness with. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. links into the. Yeah. Um, do you like that one? Yeah, I like that. Okay, that's that's okay. Good. Yeah, good. Write it down quick. That's done. That's already in. It's in one of the books already. Um, so the law of rapport is really really important. Conversations important to building rapport. Conversations important to to building trust, to influencing people, and to building relationships. So we need to think about conversation structure more. Yeah. We need to think about. Uh, what type of conversations are we having yep. and we need to think also about how we break down that those conversations and what player are we in that conversation are we needing to be in control yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes sure are we needing to test to is that the intent yes. yeah. or are we needing to be liked well, well no because to be liked not the form so this is where my practice okay, gotcha. is, is uh, am I going to challenge this person to make the decision or take the risk or see the value or um, to be supported by my knowledge or whatever? Buy from me, trust right, me. Right, so to be liked, to share, that sort of stuff's about the relationship. Right, so my choices am I te I'm testing whether I, uh, w whether you want to buy something today. Is that a possible thing I might test if I was a salesman? I think they should be. They right. should be. Okay. Yeah, absolutely so should be. I could be testing that. Or, or, or it could be battling for control to get mm. you to see that buying this is a good thing. Yeah. Right. You need or to I buy could, it whether you really need it or not. Yeah, or it could be challenging you to buy right. it because it's going to change your life. I'd love to see more salespeople challenge customers. Right. And I'd love to see yeah. them test more. Right. Because they make the fatal mistake of thinking everyone that comes into the into their sphere Good is a genuine buyer, right. and there'll be um, endless yeah. frustration with with treating um, everyone you talk to as a genuine buyer. You have to test. You've got to have a filter, and right. you need to be able to yeah. uh, manage your time effectively. Sure. Otherwise, all you do is end up talking sure. to time yeah, wasters most of your time. So testing is really important. The, I love this. Quality of the conversations can be also linked to the quality of our relationships. Totally. The quality of our relationships. What types of conversations are we having with our teams at work? What oh, you know? What right. and how would we? Ha, ha, you know, that's a question that should be asked from a leader. Yeah, sure. How do I measure the quality of the conversations I'm having? Um, well, well, that's something that we haven't talked about well something we maybe it's something we can do in a, another episode mm, because I, I think, think from team building
team building conversations, cultural conversations, mm. um, I think flex across to just the one-on-one -on -one conversations. That, that, that's something that I'm really interested in exploring because I train actors to measure the success of their conversation choices and their performance choices. Mm. Um, and so we've had to come up with a practical list that you can go tick, 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 yep, that worked. Mm. I think it could translate. I like it. We're going to... That's another conversation. I will, I will follow you up on that one. Cool. We'll definitely get you back in. With, um, obviously, our time, we are limited, mm. and we, I hope we have shed some light on conversation for our listeners and our viewers because I think it is something that is, is not something that we're going to necessarily solve um, today in 25 no. minutes or so but I hope it has really just inspired them and triggered something in them to start thinking more about the quality of their conversations and how they have conversations. Um, do you have, and I'm not sure you, I reckon you do have an answer for this, what is your one best tip for improving the quality of our conversations? Well, I think it's the, the thing that we've been on theme-wise a bit, which is make sure that you're listening to the relationship as well as what you're trying to achieve in the, in the conversation itself. <clears throat> and, and I think that that's the thing that, that actors forget about it, and I think in life we forget about it. Every conversation is about relationship. So mm. that, that, for me, that for me is a big one. There's almost a thread that binds people in relationships that is the conversation. Uh, you know, it, 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 is, it, is, it is the fabric of the relationship is conversation. Yeah. It is a key element. Yeah, yeah it is. Although conversation, because there are all sorts of ways we can converse. Mm. Um, and so so the, the physicality and the behaviour is also part of the communication. Mm. Um, and, and what I'm saying to actors is, um, I didn't believe when you touched him or whatever, because I didn't think it helped your conversation. I like you touching him. Yeah, it was nice. I enjoyed it too. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> but, but, but what happens in life is, is that our physicality and, and what we do in the conversation is also part of... So I think I've just gone around in circles and not mm. answered your question. Um, what was your point? Is conversation the point? thread? Um, I think my point is I'm not sure about that. I, I think it's uh, such a complex way yeah. that, that it's relationship and conversation. That how you treat people, how you make them feel, do you care about them? They're all weaved in there as well, aren't they? Yeah, you know, they and they're consistently because you can confuse people in all relationships by inconsistent behaviour yeah. um, uh, and how you communicate with them. Behaviour is a big problem. Too. So I'm having a bad day, so I might have a questionable conversation with you because of there's something going on yeah. in my mind. So the consistency, the quality of the conversations is a great measure of a, of, of a relationship. Yeah. So if we're going to be more successful in business. If we have to know the point of the conversation and what we're trying to achieve with the relationship, I think that's the thing that I would like to get. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, Richard, I'm I'm actually honoured that you came in here today. Oh, it's been fun. It has been well, fun. To be asked. And I'm still well, <laughs> I like it. You promise you'll come back. We'd, we'd love to come back because it's such a complicated area and we've touched on a whole mm. lot of things today. Um, so I hope that one message about the importance of relationship and, and, and the purpose of the conversation yeah. comes through. But do you know the quality, uh, I guess the, a good measure of a quality conversation is you've thrown away the script. Oh, I've right. literally thrown that away. <laughs> I haven't, we've covered some of it, but not, yeah. not, edit, not, not what we were intending to do. That's good because that was the intent. I thought I'd put a few bullet points down yeah. and just let us get into conversation. Well, I've had fun. 
I've had fun too. Where do we find out more? If we want, and I highly recommend Richard's workshops to anyone in business, not just to, it's, to me it's more than presenting to camera, it's more than presenting to audiences, it's actually people skills, it's communication skills, mm -hmm. and I, I cannot recommend it enough. For people that want to improve their communication skills, mm -hmm. um, where do they go? How do they find you? Well, rehearsalroom.com is, is the spot. Um, and that's the website. Um, and uh, I'm based in South Melbourne um, uh, these days. And in fact, I have a TV presenter's workshop coming up on the 26th of October. It's on Saturday afternoons. Um, and uh, it, it's aimed at not only people who might want to present the camera, mm. it's aimed at people who want to build their confidence in expressing themselves. And, and it's also aimed at people, business people, who might want to be their voice on their website. Mm. Um, so I think it's more than camera, to be honest. Personally, yeah. my take is it's more. It's it's more than just that. That is one one element to it. Mm. For my opinion, it was it's more broader than that. It's, it's how you treat a people. Lot of people it's, say that to me. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, rehearsalroom.com. What about social? Can we get social yes, with you? The, uh, the rehearsal rooms on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, on Facebook. Um, and I'm Instagram. Also doing Instagram, although it's all a bit confusing. <laughs> But I'm working at it. Oh, good on you. Good on you. So am I. It is a bit confusing. <laughs> um, so am I. And that brings us to an end. Thanks for your time today, Richard. It's a great you pleasure. Are it's very been fun. It has been fun. And we will do it again. Um, that's the end of our show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, you can find us on the podcast on Spotify and iTunes. You can also find us and get social with us. Um, Boom Sales on social media, Facebook and Instagram. And of course, remember, also, of course, the website, boomsales.com.au. And remember, this show is not for the average. See you next time. You've been listening to Not For The Average Podcast with Trent Leishan. Trent is Managing Director of Boom Sales, Australia's number one sales training and development company. If you'd like to accelerate your own sales growth and profitability, go to boomsales.com.au.